The date is August 15, 1896. The place is Shiraz, Persia. Your assignment is to learn how history, politics, and social issues served as a backdrop for a gatching, the cruelest form of ancient capital punishment. It is 9 a.m. on a Sunday, May 10, 1896, in Shiraz, one of the most populous cities in Persia. We stand on a dusty street, watching five prisoners chained neck to neck being marched out of a prison. Guards keep the crowds back with bayonets and sticks. The five prisoners have been imprisoned for almost five months, and they are looking around. The chains between them are tightening and slackening with each step. They're not afraid. They have no idea what fate has brought them. What awaits them is called gatching, and Persian history and customs ensure it is one of the cruelest and most unusual methods of capital punishments in history. And Persia has an amazing history. Persia is now the country of Iran. Persia is one of the oldest inhabited regions in the world and was once the largest empire in the world. The Persian Empire began, as most countries, as an assortment of semi-nomadic tribes. Now in the 1800s, they've seen so many transitions in the country, tribal to centralized rule, but still many nomadic tribes remain. The involvement in a contention between Britain and Russia British are seen as an enemy by some natives, tolerated by others, welcomed by a few. There's modernization in education, technology, military, art. Persia is watching the traditions die and innovations are changing everything, including the criminal justice system. Old ways die hard and some leaders are purposely using the old ways to keep tradition and perhaps a thumbing of the nose at those that are pushing change. As explained, Shiraz is the fifth most populous city in Persia. It is famous in part for its gardens. We're going to visit those gardens soon, but not as a tourist. His Royal Highness Ru Khan Adala is the governor of Shiraz. Adala translates into of the government. Adela could also be translated as of the empire of state. Only the Shah, the leading figure of the monarchy, can bestow this name. And the Shah has sent sons and grandsons to all jurisdictions to act as governors in an effort to gain control of all of Persia. And criminal justice falls under this governor's control. Bushir is a port city southwest of Shiraz. People traveled northwest from the city of Isfahan through to Shiraz to reach Bashir. The number of highway robberies has risen on this road between. Many of the victims end up in Shiraz. The nomadic tribes are the irresponsible parties. These nomadic tribes wait in the dark or hide in the bushes until their target comes traveling along. Then they spring into action to rob the traveler of everything worth selling or keeping. Some victims are literally robbed of everything. At least one Englishman was reportedly stripped naked and beaten with sticks before he was able to escape. He was not the sole nude victim to come straggling into the city. Reports of robbery victims arriving into Shiraz are reported daily. If you travel along the road between Bushir and Isfahan, you will step around merchandise the robbers either did not want 
or could not carry away. And plenty of items, and sometimes bodies, are along this roadside. A message needs to be sent to the robbers, the thieves, and the ne'er-do-wells that crime does not pay. Capital punishment was to prevent and deter crime and punish offenders. And the punishment the governor selected is gatching. There were five men from a southern region imprisoned who had been locked up for failing to pay taxes. They had been sitting behind bars for at least five months. They had taken no part in any robberies. They had not stolen. They had not jumped anyone traveling along that road. Their only crime was the inability to pay excessively high taxes. But someone had to pay for the goods stolen and damages done for these highway robberies. There had to be a message that crime wasn't going to pay. An unknown writer explained in an article in a November 1896 issue of the Sacramento Daily Union on page 9, quote, The governor of Shiraz, Highness Rukum Andale, decided to strike terror into the hearts of the people. And the method he chose was the revival of gatching, a hideous form of execution which has been in absence for 40 years. The governor thought that the execution would not only scare the robbers, but be a warning to other tax dodgers that prompt settlement with the collectors was eminently desirable. End quote. So, these five prisoners were to pay with their lives. Which is what led us to this dusty street at 9 a.m. on Sunday, May 10th, 1896 in Shiraz, Persia. The five prisoners, chained neck to neck, are being marched out of the prison. Movement is slow because this surrounding mob of people are circling them, yelling and shouting. The prisoners, though, are walked along without fear. Soldiers are surrounding them and their backs are to the prisoners. They have fixed bayonets and sticks and they're waving and poking to keep the crowd at bay. And they're moving along like this until they reach the town side of what is called the Quran Gate. It's taken about an hour to walk, but still the prisoners show no worry. And now we visit one of those famous gardens. But again, I told you, we're not tourists. The prisoners are taken to this garden that is surrounded by high walls, and they're told, wait here. One of the guards takes up their post at the entrance, and they threaten to kill anyone who tries to escape. Now, these prisoners are probably thinking they're going to be executed, but perhaps by beheading, bullet, painless, something quick. It wasn't a long wait. The first prisoner is told to leave the garden, and he is unlocked from the others and brought outside, accompanied by two guards. Now, one of the guards snaps a heavy steel collar around the prisoner's neck, and a heavy chain is attached. A man nearby asks him, Would you like water? The prisoner nods eagerly, reaching for the pitcher and just sucking down the drink. It was a hot, long walk, and he is parched. So he hasn't noticed at the Quran gate, there are five wells dug into the hard-packed earth, about two feet deep, round and smooth. A hollow pillar is erected over this hole. It looks somewhat like a well, round and hollow. Over here, he is told. 
The prisoner is given instructions. He walks over to the well and is helped to climb up and over the edge of the hollow pillar. His feet hit the hard packed earth. The edge of the pillar surrounds him. It's just tall enough to come to his throat. Meanwhile, there's this crowd standing around, milling about, yelling, shouting, jumping up, trying to see over each other. And the prisoner notes that there are some men standing around and they hold bags of what is called gatch. Gatch is a dry powder. It's a particular type of soil that comes from the earth as far back as 100,000 years in that area when, according to archeological diggings, ancient Persians trod this very soil. Mixed with water, gatch creates a rock hard substance. Gatch is specifically used in Persian architecture and decorative work. In other countries, it is often called plaster of Paris. Not so lucky, the prisoner hears someone say. If they put you head downwards, it would be much more merciful. The prisoner begins to wonder what that meant when men begin shoving and pouring in dry gatch. The gatch is poured into the well over and around the prisoner's body, and they only stop to pour in some water. The crowd is trying to push one another to get the best view, and they're lifting each other over the other's heads and shoving and trying to get into the front. The soldiers are waving sticks and bayonets to keep them at bay, while the men are pouring in water and gatch and stirring it around the prisoner's body. A half hour later, the prisoner is up to his chin in wet gatch, entombed in the pillar. The second prisoner, now wearing the heavy steel collar with a heavy chain attached, is brought out, assisted into the second well, and the crowd moves over to this execution. The first prisoner's face is powdered with this dry gatch, and he closes his eyes for some sort of peace, blocking out the eyes of the crowd, perhaps hoping he can block out the noises. Right now, he's not in any pain. It's like sitting in a very thick soup. It's just uncomfortable, and he's unable to move. But soon, soon, this gatch is going to slowly harden. The gatch will slowly harden. And as it hardens, it will swell. And this slow swelling will stop the body's circulation. The bones will start to splinter under the pressure. Breathing will become shallow because it will be pressing in on the man's chest. But slowly. A journalist named F. Gillette witnessed a gatching in 1896 and he described the end result. Quote, when the gatch became solid and tightened on the poor prisoner, his yells were frightful to listen to. End quote. Gillette snapped a photo showing the prisoner, eyes closed, buried to the chin, surrounded by the curious onlookers. The photo appeared in the August 15, 1896 issue of the London Graphic. When the first prisoner began to scream in agony, those left in the walled garden realized a painful execution awaited. Now the fourth prisoner begs, saying he would find someone in the local bazaar to pay the executioner, to pay the executioner to behead him in lieu of gatching. 
The fifth prisoner begins screaming, screaming, telling executioners he will reveal hidden money if they spared his life. He will tell them where so much money is buried if only they let him live. It all falls on deaf ears, as they say. And soon, there are five pillars with five human heads shrieking <laughs> as the gatching encases their bodies. Three days later, posts are added to the tops of the five pillars, forever covering five heads of men who are symbols of what happened to thieves. On page 163 in his 1944 book, The Book of Torture and Executions, author Arnold Hirsch writes, quote, Gatch, also called seizing up of plaster, was a Persian method of capital punishment. The victim was bound upright to a stake and was bricked in by wet cement wall with only his head exposed. As the bricks dried in the sun, the pressure on his chest eventually suffocated him. Marauding jackals or hyenas would take care of the protruding head, after which the top was paved over. End quote. The government had created a message to criminals and would-be criminals that crime does not pay. The ancient use of gatching as a capital punishment was to prevent and deter crime and punish offenders. On August 15, 1896, using history, politics, and social issues as a backdrop, Shiraz, Persia was the site for a gatching, the cruelest form of ancient capital punishment. Hey listeners, this is Judith A. Yates reminding you that it is getting cold outside. And while you're inside staying warm, your pets should be warm too. Even if it's just the garage or in the barn, get your pets some hay or straw to curl up in to stay warm. You should keep your cats and dogs inside when the temperature falls below 40 degrees outside, even dogs with thick fur. Antifreeze is a deadly poison. It has a sweet taste that attracts animals, so be sure and clean up any spilled antifreeze. Check your car's hood before starting the car. Either bang on the hood or honk your horn, because cats and small animals will crawl up in the engine space to stay warm, and you don't want to start your engine with an animal in there. Clean off paws if you suspect your dogs or your cats have walked through rock salt because they'll lick their feet and that rock salt in their system is not good. Cats should never be left outdoors, even if they roam outside during other seasons. Bring them in. And remember, a pet carrier is not a doghouse. If you need a doghouse and are having hard times financially, you can usually find them for free. Check Craigslist under the free listings. And you can usually find them if you keep your eye open. Always provide fresh drinking water in the winter. And for more information, go to www.aspca.org. Let's leave animal abusers out in the cold. Let's not leave the animals. Thank you for joining me on this investigation, exploring true crime, forensics, historic cases, dark history, and criminal theory. This is Best True Crime Podcast. No chatter, no commercials, no off-topic. 
I do hope you will subscribe. This podcast runs off donations only. You can drop us a donation, $35 or more, and I'll send you a signed book. Just go to www.besttruecrime.com. My name is Judith A. Yates, award-winning true crime author, a criminologist, and a paranormal explorer. Thank you for joining me on Best True Crime Podcast, a division of Best True Crime Books, Games, and Video, LLC. Be safe out there.